When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Tim. Doug, Iggy, Plowsy, Action Jackson. The Ryan Kelly Morning After, 105.7 HD2. Yeah, this does put it in perspective. What's your perspective now? Well, watching the news like me. Still feel like things are going our way. It's not. Our goals are 19 under. If we can just get hot, we can finish in fourth place. Is that the low water mark of the year? 19 under? Oh, yeah. 15 and a half out of first. But we can catch the Pirates if we can get hot. Thank you. See, 8 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Why don't you become a friend of the Feather and call in? Let's hear from the ladies on how things were at the clubs this weekend. Wouldn't that be nice? 636-9004 TMA. What's, what's the hottest club in town right now? Jackson. It's usually Wheelhouse. Is it still? If you're talking like straight club environment. I it's would say that's been that way for a few years in, huh? Yeah, I would say that certainly in the summer when you got baseball games downtown, more action going on downtown. Filoni's is pretty hot. That's Filoni's. a whole different crowd there. Yeah, that's that's one B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suppose a whole lot of people in your age group are saying, "Hey, let's go to Filoni's now." <laughs> Although I love Filoni's, I know the owners. They're great food, <laughs> good pizza. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll clear the phone lines, Doug, and let the uh, ladies call in for their club stories. Tales from <laughs> Polonies. Yeah, tales for, that'd probably be more fun. Tales from Polonies. Six three six nine zero zero four. TMA. Uh, email in for our design air heating and cooling email today. And of course, text in the edfgroup.com. Text inbox. Be a friend of the feather and text in to the program anytime you would like. 314-881-TMA5. The text inbox is presented by the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facility service provider in St. Louis. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group, your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at the EDF Group. Dot com. Uh, Jackson and I will have a balloon party at 10 o'clock. Jackson, how do you feel about a QFTA today? Strong. You feel strong about it? Big time. We'll send yeah. them in then because yeah. Jackson's feeling strong. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Any topic, welcome. And you get $100 if you can piss me off. I Man, that's just a great deal. How are people trying to anger you at the moment? <sighs> Somebody uh, threw one out that had a little 
merit to it, but it was a hypothetical. Oh. It's like if somebody accused me of cheating in a in a gambling setting for golf or something like that. I'm like, yeah, it's a that's a hypothetical. Like, let's use real non-hypothetical uh-huh. of your perception. Or and if you like do that. get angry, are you going to start yelling at them or what? How do we know that you're indeed upset? It's a good question. It's a good question. It's a question. It is a question. Well, either way, I'll Venmo you $100. Yeah. Venmo strong that Lucas Glover money okay. is paying for things right now. Speaking of Glover, I can uh, <laughs> I can update our DraftKings final DraftKings of the year. No. What happened? If you'd like. I'll start with your team, Doug, because I think you out of Thirty-nine thousand. I think you beat two thousand people. Well, I picked Victor Hovland, but you said no. Well, you Victor can't Hovland have him. Won. I know. I oh. picked him, and you said no. I have him. You can't have him. You couldn't fit him on your the team. The game's no fun. You, That's who I picked. I picked the winner. You kept him, and then you had you couldn't fit him on your team, so you had to drop somebody, and you dropped him. When you said you got to drop Hovland because I have him, we can't have the same team. Well, you bullied me. No, you, you bullied me. You could have dropped. You bullied me into dropping Victor Hovland. No, you still wouldn't have won. How do you know? Well, because you would have had to drop somebody else up there, and you would have lost. You don't know that. Well, you had Scotty Scheffler. He had a great weekend, uh, three over par on the weekend. He did finish tied for sixth. Had Lucas Glover, 18th. You had Morikawa, sixth. Yeah. But here's your problem, Doug. What's your problem? My problem is I had Hovland, and you said, no, you can't have him. I have him. Jordan Spieth finished 27th. Moore finished 29th. Nick Taylor finished 25th. What happened to Jordan Spieth? He was going to be the next big, huge star. Golf is now like flavor of the months now. Like I, I, I realized the Tiger dominance had its own problems to where it's the only guy winning. It was fun to watch. But now I feel like there's almost too much parity to where, like, Scheffler now kind of falling off, Victor Hovland taking it place, Ricky kind of coming back, and then next year will kind of be, you know, that guy having a hot two months, and then this guy's having a hot two months. It's Spieth like nobody's was, ever really taking Spieth control. Spieth was really dominant there for a year. 100%. Well, and just now he's just a guy. He's just a face in the crowd now. Right. Well, I, uh, you finished with 424 points, Doug. Um, then we'll go to my team as soon as it comes back up. Um, ba, 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 ba. Nice. Oh, I like that. Okay, just go ahead and hijack the show. <laughs> no, it's a sponsored <laughs> segment. Okay. Jackson, but let's mention the sponsor. Munganass St. Louis Act here in Alton Toyota. Jackson wasn't here, so he didn't do it. I did it. Whoa. So that's why I'm reading it. A okay. shot? No, but you can't you can't read this who won because you didn't put him in this week. I did. Okay. We assume you put in the right things. Well, you know what I picked. Um let's start off with my crap players. Again, I had Spieth twenty seventh. Uh I had Tom Kim. Who had a good Sunday. He finished twentieth. I had Sepp Straka, fourteenth. I had Terrell Hatton, who had three good days. Like do you say Terrell day. or do you say Terrell? Terrell Hatton. Uh, uh, he finished 16th. And then, Doug, I had uh, Xander Shoffley, who finished second. I had Victor Hovland, who won. Okay, I had Hovland, too, until you said, well, no, you can't okay. have him. All right, let's, let's just see if you'd had Hovland, Doug. Yeah. He had, 130, right, well. he had 133 points. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you Hovland. Drop okay. anybody else. I'll give you Hovland. Okay. He had 133 so even one of your crappy players had 40 points. You'd have picked up 90 points. Uh, that would have been I a had, whole different ballgame. I had 577. You lost by 150 points. That's close. So even if you Did pick you make up any Hobbit, money for the children? Yes, I made $20. Okay. I finished 341st out of 39,000. Okay, finally. So I, so I made 20, made zero, and I think the yearly standings, I think I beat you by like 15. I think I've won 10 in a row. I don't know. Maybe. There are some years I won. 
I'm not talking about this year, which well, is I'm an ass-kicking on your part this year. Overall, to win by just blindly pulling right, names well, thank out. Thank you to Jamie Burkhardt for another year of uh, DraftKings. And uh, thank you, any money we have left over will be going to a gobble bowl. Money left over from what? Well, we didn't lose $800. He put 400 in each of our accounts, and whatever's left over will go to gobble bowl. And he didn't. We didn't lose $800, so oh. whatever's left in there. Jackson has a figure. Okay, Jackson. It's about 500 bucks. Nice. Look at that. There you go. Nice. Thank so, you, So, 1300s in the account? $500 profit? Oh, no, no, no. $500 left. Net loss of about 300 <laughs> Oh, yeah. and you got to research. Well, I probably won 200 You. You got to pick your players. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I think, like, our the yearly winning is in, like, the $40 range. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because every, every week I win, <laughs> Doug loses, and we break even. I got to make no, up for your losses. No, it's because even when you win, you, it's just a dollar here or there. I, I, you can't win a dollar you when you're to, playing a $5 game. And you get to pick the players. Yeah, so I win, and I got to cover your loss. You don't always win. I would so say 90% of the caches would be a net loss of $2. Because they would usually be $8 wins. Yeah, so I got to make up only I could pick the teams that I wanted. Uh, why don't you do that next year? I'll let you pick your team, and you'll still get your ass kicked. It's a sponsored segment. I won't tell you about the sponsor, but I will brag about my ability to beat a guy picking names out of a box. Be jealous, Doug. I made $20 this year. Mm-hmm. That's from the Table Rock Lake Monster. Well, maybe oh. Table Rock Lake Monster, if you'd have waited until the end of the segment, I did say thanks to Jamie Burkhart and Mungan Asper, so we did thank the sponsor. So, go Is there a monster on Table you? Rock now? I think so, go, yeah. go That would help tourism. Go catch a bass or something. I've had a lot of people go to Loch Ness to see the monster there, see Nessie. I live on Table Rock. I caught a bluegill. Now, who's saying that? <laughs> this hick. Oh. <laughs> My fantasy football draft is tonight. Who should I draft first? Thanks. That's from Madison Hedgecock, Doug. Oh. He should be out at uh, Norwood in a couple weeks. Christian McCaffrey. I, got, I, I have a draft tonight, too. We have the 101 uh, ESP. Jackson, you're not in that, or are you in that? I think I'm in it. I don't know. I'm in too many leagues. Did so you I'm Venmo uh, BK? I haven't yet, so no. maybe I'm not. And I'm and not like a shot. I just hate being in so many leagues. Like I like yeah, to I don't, have, really, I don't really care. Right. So Yeah, ooh. I like to be in two leagues at most, and I'm in two leagues right now, so I'm happy if that's the number. If you're in a PPR league, you gotta take Justin Jefferson first. That's the consensus. Kirk Cousins calls pick. him JJ. Yeah, yeah J Uh yeah. Pause, are you gonna start that league you talked about? Oh, the drug league. I was actually, Doug, we're both invited to a league right now. Oh, because Bearcats messaged me saying if you were starting the league, he would like to be in it. Bearcats is in. Is this the drug league? Is the drug league coming back? I guess. No, but somebody. I'm taking more drugs now than I ever have in my life. (laughs) Well, join it. If you don't want to get paid, that's the league to get in. Oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. It's a promo. Um, Yeah, I found the guy who invited us to a league. Just the guy? Just a random Bills well, league. I don't really want to. I don't want to use like government name That's until fair. he calls me out, and then I'll just, <laughs> and then you'll let him have it. Yeah, let him have it. He needs it. He makes fun of the skeleton. That's when he gets exposed. Yeah, I gotta wait until he really pisses me off, and then I'll call him out sure. on the media. Oh yeah, they always change their mind. They call you out, but they don't want to play in a league. Hey, hey, buddy. No, that guy I think is really nice. Uh, what was the name of your benefactor that one year in fantasy baseball? Oh, uh, <laughs> Tim, you know who it. I can't remember. I know producer Joe hated the guy. That Kidwell or something like that. No, no, no. It was, uh... <laughs> my, I, I'm gonna have... Somebody had God and he to really, think of it. he really barked at Joe. <laughs> Shock. Don Venucci or something? Don Venucci. <laughs> oh, I hope somebody texted that in, man. I, man, it's a 
real big miss. Yeah, that the I guy was a burn producer, Joe's saddle. <laughs> I just we, would love to be like next to Joe and he would get a text from this guy. <laughs> we drafted <laughs> Kevin Gosman on accident. And, I mean, we grilled Prod Joe for accidentally mm. drafting a player. What did you expect him to do at that point? Kaburn. Kaburn, thank you. A bunch of people have texted in Kaburn. Yeah. It's so great that the audience remembers the, the guys from our fantasy so baseball league. I love it so much. Kaburn. I think on this weekend, speaking of people that trash you and then they okay. reach out to you. Thank you. Yeah. Another yeah. segment that should be sponsored that is not. Applause. Yeah, back to you. Applause, you're an idiot. You're the worst. Hey, you want to join my draft team? Just kidding, buddy. Hey, I love you. Um, I posted I posted a picture this weekend. <laughs> How did this have to do with anything? <laughs> well, if you wait, it'll tie in. Okay. The long you're playing the long game here. The, the people I was talking about the people that will trash you and then they reach out to you. Hey, eggs, just kidding. Love you, man. Love the show. Got concert tickets. What? Well, you just trashed me two days ago. Um, but I had uh, I hadn't been outside enjoying coffee in a long time because it's been 120 <laughs> degrees outside. This is well worth it already. So Saturday. Payoff is money. Saturday morning was like 74 degrees, nice little breeze. I'm enjoying my coffee outside. So I took a picture of my coffee cup. First time I've been outside in a week. I love it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and my niece said, we're doing the same thing. I responded, but you don't have 20 new neighbors standing all around you talking on the phone. <laughs> I responded. I responded, yeah, it's odd. You bully that old lady to put your traffic cone because she's parking there, but you won't have the balls to stand up to these guys and say something. That's very pretty simple and block. <laughs> That's the story? Yeah. That's the get, whole story? Then I get a message. Then I get a message from a DM from this guy. I'm glad I have amnesia so I can forget that story. I'm glad we waited for it. I actually wish it was longer. The guy DM me and said, Why'd you block me? Are you too stupid to figure out why I blocked can, you? Can somebody DM you when you're when they're blocked? You certainly you couldn't see DM it. me on Facebook. Oh, okay. So, so where did the, where did this all take? So it started on Twitter. I think and I, no, I think I put it on Instagram. And then the guy reaches out to you on, on Facebook. Why'd you block me? Imagine I'm doing. Well, first of all, you called me a bully. Said I didn't have the balls to stand up to somebody. Why? Why, why did I? I block you? That's pretty simple, isn't it? That's why you mute them? They never know. Yeah, I don't know how to mute. I just block. It's easier. Well, get your blocking in while you can. I think. And I block him on Facebook too, so he can't DM me. Okay. Nice. Uh, that story was just to take a shot at this fellow. No, I brought up the point that Plowsy was invited to a league until he trashes me, and I said, that's how they do it. They trash you until they want something, they reach out. Hey, just kidding, buddy. Love you. That's what they do. Oh. And so he this, trashed your picture of your coffee guy, cup? This guy was wondering. No, he, I think he made fun of the... I told the story about the the lady who nobody All right, I'm liked. calling him out. His name Blake. Oh, Blake. <laughs> okay. There you go. Balake. Uh, I don't know what this guy's name is. I blocked him, and I can't remember. I'm Still waiting for this to tie into the story you interrupted. That's from Johnny Johnson. I just tied it into the story I was telling. How about that? Speaking of fantasy, though, I will say, me and Tim and old League Cucky are having ourselves a little barn burner in our last week of the season. Oh. I, I still have a backdoor chance of winning. And how do you still uh, win uh, the, uh, is it the team? I have the tiebreaker yeah, the tie over Ron Swanson, so if he what beats is the tie League Cuck... I don't know, but on the standings on my head. Oh, so that's, I think that's that Joe. He knows done. all about those tiebreakers. <laughs> yeah. That's what got you sideways with producer Joe's a tiebreaker. Yeah, that's a, that's a tie into another. I'm finally in. I thought you were a uh, mathematician. You said last week you were mathematical. I thought eliminated. I was, but I, League Cuck can get beat by Ron Swanson, and you Doug, can if lose. League Cuck loses to Ron Swanson's stash. And you lose to and It's Vaughn. I lose. And I beat. 45-second jackhammer, uh-huh. I am tied for first with Ron Swanson, okay. and I have the tiebreaker. Okay. So I would be... And how much does that pay? I think it's... 
Six or eight hundred. I can't remember what. Oh, yeah. Six or eight hundred dollars. I don't know. Joe would have to verify. No way to find out. <laughs> Certainly not on a league page or anything. <laughs> And it's Joe's not right after there. the Kberg incident. <laughs> That's right. I can't be a man in the league after the Kberg incident. <laughs> Isn't It's Vaughn the guy who was part of the old... Oh, there's some OGs in inside this. Inside STO message board. There's uh, some yeah. OGs, yeah. It is. God, it's a long time ago. I love this league. Guys, Ken uses speaking of as a way to talk about whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> it's the old power who's your bait and sweet. <laughs> what a beaut of a man. That's from Arbor Day. That was a nice little story. I feel like, I like this it. is a thinly veiled shot at Steve and potentially myself because we will both DM Iggy from time to time telling him that we're fans and we don't mean no harm. Don't you like that? We don't mean, don't no, mean harm. no harm. Let's use better the grammar, cats folks. Over here? Who is that from? Oh, that's from Mr. Licks. Oh. Stephen D.C. has never DM'd me. Stephen D.C., the old radio show here in town? They're in Alabama now. Also, Hall Park Village, wherever he's from. Saw him at Evolution uh, he's, Fest. He's he never, bought me a beer. He's never DM me. He's never DM being nice to me. And either of you, Licks, so you're lying about both of them. Blocking. So, so Mr. Licks does not DM you. He's never DM me. Wow. Blocking. Blocking. <laughs> he is blocked. That's probably why he can't DM me. Hmm. Well, I'm blocking. No one. And I mean no one asked to hear about a coffee picture from the breezeway and the subsequent DMs. Gates worth him! That's some oh, Carlos Spicy with No one has ever asked me to tell a story. That's a really funny quote. Iggy, can you tell us about something you posted this weekend? Nobody's asking me to do anything. I just speak. Maybe you can earn a scholarship to Gatesworth. One of those partial, like, paid by 40%. You took NIL money. Maybe I, I should look at Gaysworth. I had a leaking problem Saturday in my... What was leaking? Oh, man, that could have been uh, The water heater, I'm guessing. And uh, came out Saturday evening, said he fixed it. Um, but normally they'll give you, like, a, they'll bring somebody in that'll extract the water and then put a fan there, one of those big energy fans, industrial fans, to dry it out. But they didn't have any, so I had to do it myself. Yeah. And then yesterday afternoon, walk into the bathroom, and whoop, huh, looks like like the Everglades. Four new puddles. Mm. Gators? <laughs> so, I, so I couldn't text him yesterday afternoon because there's no maintenance guy on a Sunday. He'd have to come from Potosi or wherever the maintenance guys live on the weekend. Uh, so I had to do it this morning. He said, yeah, I got uh, not fixed. I had to slosh through the hallway to get to my bathroom. Oh, gosh. And the water's coming from underneath, underneath the floor? I don't know if it's all the new people that moved in there. Oh, no. Taking 100 showers and screwing up everybody's water heaters. I don't know. Any chance you can get out of the lease? Oh, if you put pen to paper, they do not let you out of that. I signed it, so if I get out of it now, i got to pay. So, yeah. No, it's just something that happens. You should never have signed that lease. I sure dug sentence. Well, if I had found a place in Maryland Heights where I wanted to live, I would have, but they were not open. Creve Corps would have been close to where you work, too. Yeah, it's like the landlords, once you get the name on the dotted line, they don't care about your life story no. after that. No. Like, what no. anything that's happening, if that rent ain't in the mail, you mm. hey, Things um, happen. I mean, I hate that. Water heaters break, but the, the, what's annoying is that he said it was fixed. And then Sunday, it's even more puddles. So. Well, what you do is send maintenance out there all the time to piss them off. If, if they're pissing you off, how you can do it is make them fix every single little thing in your apartment. Because on the lease, they have to. So, like, that's how you get them. I know. 
oh, I have a little smudge on my wall. Can you come and repaint? Like, no, I, I would make their lives well, hell. Well, that's why I'm a good good uh, tenant, because I don't well, bother anymore, with things don't like that. If it's something I can fix myself, I fix it myself. You know? I don't call them for every little thing. Oh, I would do but that But this is now. a big thing, because I, I'm walking... My pants legs are wet from walking around this corner. Oh, now this hovel that you live in is flooded. <laughs> right after the lease is signed, they decided to flood you out, man. <laughs> well, the good thing with the water heater uh, broken, leaking, is that it killed the family of crickets that was living in that closet. So. Drowned the crickets. It kind of sounds like, obviously, you had to sign that lease you with bugs, all these people. You get crickets running Every around morning, your apartment? Every morning I walk. <laughs> Just it is sounding more like the Everglades the more you describe it. God, you're unhappy there. You got a tree. You got a possum who's How are the sports? Are they great? <laughs> you got birds that poop. You got too many neighbors sitting on your chairs, and yet you still re-upped. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not going to be fun. Why'd you sign the damn lease? Yeah, it's, it's my tough. fault. That doesn't mean I can't complain every once in a while. Just <laughs> let, off, let off some steam. Was there not another unit in the apartment complex? No, I'm, hope, I'm hoping that he comes in today and looks at it and says, uh, that we're going to have to tear this up like you did my old apartment. And say, you're going to have to move to another one. Fine. Find me one down there with no trees. I'll move another 50 yards. I don't care. Well, you cared the day before <laughs> it was time to sign the lease. We suggested you go somewhere else since you're so unhappy with this place. I... I couldn't find one, and I had no choice. I had to let them know. So if I said, okay, I'm leaving, and then I can't find another apartment, then I'm stuck. So I see some massive apartment buildings being built in the Chesterfield area. Yeah, so do I, for like $2,000 a month. Is that what yeah. they are? Yeah, yeah. you want to pay for my apartment, I'll move someplace else. That'd be a good deal. Again, my fault. That's not anybody else's fault. I'm not blaming anybody. It's just stuck where I am. What are you paying now for this place? Too much. Good answer. Yeah. Well, they raised my rent one hundred and eighty dollars in one year. That's, that's what a lot. Was, that's what I wasn't happy about. Yeah. People already used to do that twenty five dollars at a time. You know. And the problem is that mm -hmm. they they compare it to other apartments in Maryland Heights, and that was the thing they gave me. They said, "Well, you, it's comparable to other apartments." I said, "Yeah, but the other apartment is like three years old. This apartment was built in nineteen seventy two. You can't compare this apartment to the other ones." She says, "Yes, yours is more because you have a patio," and I sent her a picture of the. Seagull crapped. Seagulls? I said, am I, I pay extra for this? <clears throat> I can't use it. That's all right. Just my fault. You know, there's nice people there, so. Well, now I think you're being sarcastic no, about I'm the not. nice no, people. No, I'm not. I've always gotten along with everybody who works there. Maintenance people. Not the people who stole your pork chops? Office people. Well, nothing I can do about that. <laughs> I did barbecue a pork shop, which pork chops take a big, thick pork chop on the grill take like 15, 20 minutes. I said, well, I'm not going inside. There's too many new neighbors here. I'm just going to sit here until this thing's There's done. There's pork thieves. Well, they're using everybody else's patio tables. They don't know. So I just out of sit here. Maybe they see it cooking. Oh, a community pork chop. Pew. Oh, gosh. Community pork <laughs> chop. <laughs> yeah. They think everything yeah, else is community, so community pork chop. Yeah. Hey, they There's a title of this segment. Community pork shop? Mm -hmm. Community <laughs> pork shop. I mean, I hate to walk back out there and see two guys with a fork. Fighting over it. It'd be funny if that was one of the features where any grill is up for grabs in this entire apartment. Somebody's grilling. That food's up for up for grabs. Well, I told you they used my table and chairs. I had to put my chairs away, but 
Oh, my upstairs. Were they having dinner out there? Yeah, because I had some some remnants of food on the table. You um, left food out there? No, they ate their own food on the table. Oh. Um, but my neighbors on the third floor, they both have tables and little chairs out. They don't have a patio. They yeah. have like a little nook. And the new neighbors are all sitting in their two chairs. So they go upstairs now? No, they lived up there. There's oh. two new families up there. And they were all just using their two patios having lunch. And I tell them, no, they, you they can't sit here. This isn't yours. You're over there. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> I think maybe I would have gotten a, a second job so that you could afford a nicer place to live. Is that just off the table completely? Yeah. Okay. Because you like to bartend. I'm at, an, I'm at an age where I'm ready to retire if I have any money. I'm looking for a second job. But, I mean, you like to bartend and you like to make table sides, Caesar salad. I don't want to wait on people anymore. Okay. I think you would be great. Oh, oh I'd be miserable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't order this. Yes, you did. I don't care I if mean, you eat it or not, but I'm not taking it back because that's what you ordered. Some of these part-time jobs at, like, Target and QT, oh, some yeah, of them pay just, 20 be, bucks an hour. I'd be perfect in there. I'm if, trying to come up with a solution. Well, stop. I'm not taking another job. <laughs> yeah, if I'm working at Target, you can send me to, like, the very back of the area, and I'll just stock shelves in peaceful quiet. See, I don't, I don't think those would be the worst places <laughs> in the world to work. I mean, there's, there's some energy there. There's some people watching. There's... It's a it's a clean environment to be in. You're not digging ditches out in the weather somewhere. Why don't you go work there? Go well, to Six Flags. I, I do a part-time gig at Six Flags. Work yeah. the boss. Yeah, there's lots of part-time gigs you could get to bring in a little bit more money. Oh, it is pretty sad. After 32 years in radio that I'm actually talking about, I need a second <laughs> job. God almighty, I'm so messed up. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Tim, real talk. Have you ever had your salad tossed while oh. bent over on all fours with a coked-up girl tugging on your trombone so hard that you erupt like one of EDF Group's fire extinguishers? No. EDF Group? Well, get ready to live. That's from the covering alcoholic. That was, that was titled Real Talk. He dragged his own company into it. <laughs> real talk. The salad tossing man. That's what they call him, Doug. Chris Rock. He, That's his nickname? He was a guy in prison on the HBO show. It wasn't Oz. It was something inside of his documentary on prison life. And Chris Rock told the story of a gentleman <laughs> tossing salad. Oh. And now, years later, probably 25 years later, it has been brought into the mainstream. And uh, apparently, amongst at the very least Jackson's generation, a regular occurrence in... What percentage of sexual encounters would you say, Jackson, for your peers? Not you. I, I, not you. I, I know you're a man in love or a man potentially in love. But it, just in general, 25-year-olds, give or take, three years, either, either way, 28 to 22, what percentage of sexual encounters involve salad tossing? Oh. I'll go with... Oh. 12%. Yeah, see, Doug? Wow. And I'm telling you, that's 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 got to be five times higher than yeah. 25 years ago. Chris Rock made salad tossing a part of American sexuality. It's fun to see. 
I should have asked the questions on Fremont Street about the uh, oh, yeah. the advent of salad tossing or the return to glory. Uh, it seems uh, seems to be having. It's kind of like uh, how loose pants, how baggy pants are coming back into style. Oh. Salad tossing is also coming back into no. style. And uh, I wonder what that's in style. About. Salad tossing? Yeah. <laughs> no. And apparently, and maybe not in like uh, the mainstream consciousness. But it's certainly a, in certain avenues of, of life, certain walks of probably life. Probably the same people who drop a steak on the floor for two seconds and throw it away or then turn around and toss it a salad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I bleached this yesterday. It's like, oh, come yeah. on, man. It's no, not well, a sanitary There might be thing. some bacteria on the food. No, I think I'll toss it. Now, there salad. was salad tossing in Oz. <laughs> we, talking, we ain't talking wizard then, right? No, not Oz, the wizard of Oz. Oz, is, okay, a, Oz. is a prestige television. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, guy, I was like, whoa, I thought... Was that, J.K. Simmons in that? And yeah, was he, he eating was. ass? And I he don't was. know. He, he played uh, a very nice character. He played he, uh, <laughs> one of the one of the newbies who he took under his wing. Uh, he took a uh, hot pen mm. and he uh, put a swastika on his guy's butt and then tossed a salad. Well, he was a white supremacist Nazi lover in the. So definitely not Wizard in of Oz. Oz. No, no. Nope. Salad tossing gets a bad rep. But it really is an erogenous zone. Lots of nerve endings down there. An entire playground. Some are leaving out there unexplored. Ugh. Be progressive. That's from KG No Town. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Gosh. I'm not like, I, we don't kink shame at all. I right. do. As what about if do. you have hemorrhoids? Are you still able to, oh. is that just question. like That's adding crouton to the salad? Ah. <laughs> like it makes it a little more difficult to eat, mm. but still more like tomatoes. More no, like tomatoes. I'm not, sure. I'm not even sure That's a kink. It's just a preference. Yeah, I think it's kink adjacent. I mean, <laughs> reverse cowgirl well, on the same block, a kink. That's sure, a preference. Right? So, if you want to stick your tongue up somebody's butt? That's a preference. Oh! That's not a. Kink. <laughs> Is it up or in? Both. Both. I guess it depends on the angle. Yeah. Oh. I, guess I think like it's kind of how kink shaming you. if you call it a kink because I think it's gross. Yeah, now you're kink shaming. I'm just that's like, okay too. Well, I will kink shame that because that's, sure. that's not. A, I don't think that's a kink. I think it's a preference. It's almost like throwing like a rock into like a, a volcano that hasn't erupted in like ten years. Mm. It's just you're playing with fire you're and you're almost for like waiting for that eruption and explosion. Oh. It's like sexual. Well, there goes that vacation. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So yeah, been too much of a ticking time bomb for myself. Oh, God. But if there's the, money involved, you could count me in to just about anything. Oh, really? Now I find the emails about that hilarious. Emails about, oh. The, yeah, it's about Zane's. I thought you poo. meant you were getting, like, emails from, like, <laughs> no, no, no. ass-eating, like, monthly or something. Oh, like, no, the Dotem emails about tasting Zane's waste. Oh, 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 oh. Taste the waste. <laughs> It's a great addition to the show, anyways. Peak Dotem, I think. Oh. I just wonder what spurred the the popularity of it, you know? It's Who nice says question. it's popular? I don't think it's popular. Who says it is? It's, it seems like it's being talked about a lot. Well, it's popular on, um, when Tim pulls up a porn, and he says he seems to see that all oh, the time. Porn. It's maybe popular is in porn. Is it a porn? But, I, but I people are talking about it. But I don't think it's popular. Well, it's, Who's they talk talking about, a lot of things about it on the other show. than us? People. People are out there. They're, they're not. Having Ooh. cups of coffee on, in breezeways, and they're eating ass. Exactly. They are. Ass-eating is like there's the no, in and out There's never burger. been ass-eating in my breezeway. It's popular because people <laughs> say it's popular. <laughs> Jesus. You draw the line Duh. there. No, nobody's talking about it. Mm. 
I never hear it in polite conversation. I think think people would be embarrassed to talk about it. They may enjoy it, but I think they'd be embarrassed to say, you know what I enjoy? I enjoy somebody licking my butt. Clip that off! There's no way that people are talking about that. I can tell you firsthand people are absolutely talking about it. They aren't! Find me one. Bring them on the show. Well, if I bring them on, you're just going to say that they're not telling the truth. Where are they talking about it? Where are they talking about this? Like, people like are having conversation. I don't know what to tell you. I would be in college, and people were like, you, they, they ate ass, and that was like a thing. <laughs> oh. It was like a thing. I don't know what to tell you. I'm all in. I can't believe that. He just moved his chips in the middle, well, I don't Jackson. have a metric. Like, yeah. I, 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 I want me to do, like, a straw poll out there. Like, yeah, maybe, like, a Gallup poll. I just can't see college kids talking about ass eating. Well, that's it, it happened. Unless I was, unless I, I, don't, I wouldn't come out here and what lie. Kind of Could you be mistaken? Were there girls eating the guys' ass, or was it just gay stuff? What? It ain't gay. Could they have been talking about bass Completely eating, not like gay, sea bass? And, no. Well, if two no. guys are eating they each caught at the lake. gay. I don't think so. I'm just curious who you're sitting around uh, the <laughs> dorm talking about ass eating. With a bunch of scholars. It wasn't at like a dorm, was it? What did you get on your trig test? I don't know, but I got my ass eaten last night. Oh! No one Let's asked discuss. about what you did on your test in college. Mm-hmm. I'd be in the fraternity house. Guys were like, yeah, she ate my that ass. That I can believe. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just telling you those conversations were going on. Don't you think that's just guys trying to be funny? Maybe. Just exaggerating. But either way, the conversation is happening, so we can't ignore it. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. And well, I'm Brad wondering... Boca with a good theory here, Jackson. Eating girls, uh, Doug, uh, tossing salad, started to become more prevalent the same time as Brazilian waxes became more prevalent. That's from Brad and Boca. I think he might have something there. I think he might have found a nice... Uh, would you call that a data point? <laughs> I don't yeah. know what I'd call it. I think that's very much just the the whole grooming phenomenon. You know, everything being a little bit more taken care of probably opened up the door, quite literally and figuratively, <laughs> for more salad tossing. <laughs> like our founding fathers probably didn't engage. Right. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Because freaks, of the man. because of the tufts. <laughs> oh. But perhaps, like, James K. Polk was maybe the first president to toss out? I have, I have a theory no on the salad that. tossing for the Founding Fathers. It's very simple. What? Like, they, they were used to, like, the smell. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get, like, the mm. matted tuff, but, like, you know, now you have to be perfectly shaved clean. Maybe a bleach situation has to go on. Obviously, maybe a freshener of, like, any kind of smell. Back then, they hardly they didn't have trash pickup, right? Like, I mean, they're used to like just so. raw sewage in the streets mm. and like, you know, people dumping out poop and pee like on the streets. So, like, I think they were well more prone to to assy because oh. they've are they're already used to like dis- it's interesting. It's an interesting like, dysentery. Theory. It's not that it's, interesting. Like, scurvy, like all that. They've scurvy. already scurvy. Like, scurvy completely unrelated. I'm just bringing up what like illness that they were. What about the hepatitis you're going to get? They can get it. They have a shot then, right? They have a hepati- hep shot. I, mean, <laughs> I doubt it. Well, the risk you take, but that, in terms of the smell it's and the tough, it It's worth it's it, It's not worth it. Yeah, I wouldn't say any of it. It's not worth it now. you got a ton of products you can use. Tim, these olds are all out of touch. The ass-eating talk absolutely happens. It's almost ass-eating season, by the way. That's from <laughs> Dillion Harpoon. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't. It's a hot topic, man. People are out there discussing it. I don't know who's discussing it. Okay, guys, here's a hypothetical. Let's say you go to, like, Brown University. How much brown does a brown man eat? That's from Shrimply Pibbles. (laughs) Let's say you go to Brown. (laughs) 
<laughs> Guys, do you think the founding fathers had powdered wig merkins? That oh. was such a big job. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be more appropriate if they went to Tufts University. With little curls on them. And... Oh, Bill. <laughs> Tufts and Brown. What were they thinking with those wigs exactly? What, was, good the, question. what was the they idea behind that? They were all bald, that? and they had to look Is more Is that really what it was? They, they, like they couldn't have been all bald. They looked like hobbits, man. All those guys were like 4'12". I know <laughs> the old English judges used to wear those kind of wigs. I wonder if that was a, a status thing. Where yeah, like, probably. Look, I'm just like the yeah. aristocracy in England. Yeah, you had to have status to wear the The commoners didn't wear them. Now, in JFK, uh, when they were all dipped in gould, yeah, Joe uh, Pesci, Doug. Yeah, uh, different They're wearing powdered wigs. It's like... Uh, yeah, that made it hotter. Yeah. I can't remember what the... Joe Pesci was so dressed bizarre. up like a Victorian lady, and Kevin Bacon, I think. No, it was Tommy Lee Jones was dipped in gold. Tommy Lee Jones was dipped in gold, oh. wearing like some sort of like Hercules hat. And like a, Kevin Bacon was playing the role of Mary? He was twisting someone's nipple. <laughs> I bet when they took this role, they said, you didn't show me this scene when I, when I signed. You didn't tell me I had to do this. Pesci seemed into it. I hate... I don't know. Doug, I mean, I think that was the same year Joe Pesci was was playing the role of, what was his uh, character in Goodfellas? It was right around the same Nikki time. Nicky Santor? No, that was no, Casino. No, that was Casino. Uh, he was playing, it was uh, Henry Tommy? Hill. Was it Tommy? Tommy, yeah, Tommy, I can't remember his last name. All right. But that Tommy. was 90. I think JFK was 91. Doug, is that right? I Goodfellas don't know the years, Tim. <laughs> Goodfellas is 100% 90. But don't you think they had a hard time to keep from laughing when they're dressed up in these co- in these outfits and they they got to have a serious scene and you're looking at someone and he's dipped in gold? And then you have to How, how do you keep nipple? a straight face in a serious movie? Because the guy next to you is playing with your nipples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at some point, you got to walk off set and say, I'm not doing this. And later you in can't the movie, make me. there's a Pruder film plays for the first time. Like with a wide yeah. delta. <laughs> Uh, guys, they did not wash their hair back then. This was so they looked presentable. That's from Professor Roy Hinckley. Oh, I'm sure that. Yeah, I want that John Adams. <laughs> well, most people, good. most people were out in the farm somewhere working all the time, so it wasn't a factor. But I'm sure some of the elites in the in the cities were probably washing daily and everything. Oh, that smell! Everybody says it. they're because of STDs. We're getting a bunch of texts about that. That's why they wore powdered wigs because STDs. How would that help look on the top of your head? <laughs> These are the guys we looked up to, the ones who couldn't shower and have just STDs at, like, 30. These are the guys? Here, I got some information oh, for you. Like, here we go. We have the information. Most of the now. founding fathers were, like, early 20s. Yeah. I know, right? That is wild. <laughs> People who wore them, powdered wigs, are among the elites in society. The first wigs were made from goat and horse hair, and they, because they were never properly washed, they smelled quite terrible and tended to attract lice. To combat the unfortunate odor and unwanted parasites, the wig wearer would powder his wig. Yeah, I said it was for the elites. Right, so the they wore it the as a status symbol, but they smelled terrible. Wouldn't you think if they smelled, you might go down to a river or a lake and, and wash them so they don't smell? I just assume everyone did but smell But that's where you just then. seen your neighbor defecate. Uh, well, that's where your salad toss is, right by the defecation yeah, station. That's not going to smell any better. I mean, the women did have perfume in there. They could have thrown some of that in there. Well, they did have clean water. Oh, they were drinking clean water like somehow. Too. Yeah, I mean, that's how there were no showers. That's how, you know, women would, they had baths, I think, but there was no soap or anything. They just kind of splashed around in the water. Soap? No, soap wasn't invented back then. Yes, it was. <laughs> soap was made of animal fat. They could have had that for a you long time. You couldn't pay me to live back then, man. Woof. But uh, 200 years from now, people will look back and say, 2023, you couldn't pay me to live then. Well, I agree. It was terrible, but I'm talking like the smell back then. 
I'm not talking about the personalities. And the- well, the smell, they didn't have uh, electricity. And then the women had to put on all those things. What do you think it just be? I mean, you had to put on that big thing that, like, stretched out. And then you put on the dress, and that stretched out. You had the thing you tied in the back as tight as it could. Of course, it's just a fancy woman. Are you even going to be horny by the time she gets naked? It's like 30 mm. minutes of her taking her, like, oh. clothes off. Yeah, it wouldn't take, it wouldn't take much right, to honey, put I'm all sorry. that on and say, I'm sure that was how about just, just, a, just a T-shirt and a nice pair of slacks? Can we wear that? That's probably what most people wore. But you're talking about people going to enormous big parties and the upper crust going to Washington. That's where you get that image from. The average person wasn't walking around those Yes, dresses. they were. They all had to wear that little trestle. I don't think so. Jim yeah. Trestle wore a vest. So. He wore, that was a great vest. You know, most, most Americans were living in a rural <laughs> setting back then, and I'm sure they weren't walking out with these huge dresses. Now, watch they Bridgerton. Did. Watch Gilded Age. Yeah, watch... Uh, these aren't documentaries. Watch Outlander. <laughs> I, Doug, watch all these you know, shows you, right you're now. Telling me, the TV's lady's working on the farm with that big dress sticking out. Well, it's a TV show. Well, that's that... there might have been some did that, no. but I'm sure most of them were were quite casual. <laughs> Outlander was from a lot of real. It's not things. a documentary. It's a. TV it was a lot. Show. They took a lot of real things from that time period and put it into the show. And the lady would come out to milk the cows, and she got that big trestle on the dress hanging I don't out there. Know. You think Jim Trestle was like the the hottest coach in the Big Ten through the aughts? It's a good question. Right on point. <laughs> He had a nice vest game. What a hijacking sound there. Yeah, that was a hijacking. <laughs> Jack, I apologize. I'm sorry. I just I have to think. No, I'm vest. fine with it, but, you know, <laughs> how about throwing that hijacking thing at somebody else every once in a while? Oh, it's a shot of flowers. I, I like Trestle's vest. I did. Whatever happened to him? Where is he now? He's the president of Youngstown State University. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Uh, Doug, uh, Michelob Ultra is a studio sponsor. 95 calories, mm-hmm. 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Did KG, you know, not KG, did uh, Dogtown Ty play Kevin Roth this weekend? Doug, I know you were going to go. Did it happen? I didn't go. In the uh, Michelob no. Ultra, Jay Randolph Jr. fan page club champion. Nobody's told me, and the trophy's right here, so. Sitting here, okay, so nobody has won yet. Uh, and then you can, uh, check out Andrea's afterwards. Maybe celebrate your championship at Andrea's Steakhouse. It is located off of... Collinsville Road in O'Fallon, Illinois. And that barbecue sauce, I think I had it three different meals this weekend. That's how many times I enjoy really? Andrew's Barbecue. I just I have that chicken all the time. But, uh, I had it on my porch, yeah. That's so good, isn't it? The Andrew's Barbecue Sauce, Andrew's Steak Sauce. It's andreas.com where you can get it, or you can go get it at Schnooks or Deerberg's. Andrea's Steakhouse, Andrea's Barbecue Sauce, Andrea's Steak House. All right, uh, we'll uh, wrap up the 8 o'clock hour, come back with the design air heating and cooling email today. Jackson and I will deal with the situation down the hallway at 10 o'clock. It's called Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Nolan Toyota. This is the Ryan Kelly. Good morning, after.